Evening. Evening. You know, the toilet and I are finding that we have, well, more in common than simply the sanitary symbiosis. Hmm. The toilet drips, and so do I. Well, look, not the drips of older flesh mechanics not being as tight as in days of yore, but simply the drip, the steady stop and go and stop and go. I mean, for me, I drip ideas. They drip and pool, and I look, and I think, and I wonder, well, if this is worth getting wet over, diving into. I know we have talked about love before. Whether you do love us, your creatures. Drip, drip, drip. I'm a cynic when it comes to love. I am not comfortable in its presence, and I find myself, without even thinking, making a joke to reduce my uneasiness. But when you, when you bear witness to love, when you see it as clear as you see a coffee mug on a diner counter, see it pour inside a person and fill the cracks left by isolation, doubt, and bad luck, I am silent. <laughs> no jokes form in my head. Power in this most medicinal form can transform the soul. And it is not to be mocked. I live on the very lowest rung of chakras. But even I am not so dense as to deny the undeniable. Yes, it's my warning whistle for what I'm about to say is going against my intention of not being sentimental. I'm talking about my youngest son. Sentimental or not, Look, for over a decade, I have bared witness to the suffering of my son's soul, deeply wounded and scarred by actions of his choosing and actions not of his choosing. I have talked with you about your game, its rules, its reward and consequences, drip, drip, drip. But when you see flesh of your flesh, blood of your blood, and perpetual pain, it is no game. Are you smirking? I wonder sometimes. Is that your response to a multitude of messy humans, their actions, their failures to rise up, to overcome, too weak to fight for the gift of life? Do you smirk? Or do you take these souls into your soul? Again, I've dripped on and on about that your game and how it's based on struggle, on opposing entities, flesh and spirit, living together. I mean, by design, the outcome can be nothing close to perfect harmony. 
It can only be an untidy, unforgiving, unrelenting journey. And some, God, don't travel as well as others. They are more perishable and so wither in the heated battle of your experiment. I hear, but how could one not be sentimental? How could one not be anything but deeply committed when you see your son crushed, trying to play your game? His soul serrated by the death of his best friend at six. His best friend's accidental suicide in the house that he grew up in. That he was sleeping in, in his bed. And woke up to finding his friend dead. His mind turned into a seemingly endless loop of suffering. And his body became infected with pain as well. So if I am sentimental... If I am indulgent, well, to you all that I've just said may be simply a list of excuses. Get up and play the game. But what is the incentive to play a game that from all appearances is not the least bit of fun? I don't want to play. I don't want to stay. I want to go the fuck away. Then enters love. Love. <laughs> it entered my son less than a year ago. It's not the love delivered by spirit, by you, but by us. Yes, your spirit is in us burning until the flame is blown out, but this love I speak of is a love between two people, between my son and his girlfriend. It is a creation of their own, based on admitting to each other a naked truth. I am wounded. I am wounded. Their oath is just as simple. I will protect you. And you will protect me. <laughs> this is one of the hidden gems in your game. Many things are hidden as you move along the board. Some stay hidden forever. Like love. But for those who find it, mine it, realize its power, they start to see the game anew, see the struggle has a higher purpose. Such is love. Such is its power. With a pandemic flowing and ebbing around us, we are feeling the effects of isolation, of not being able to be with those we love. This emotional starvation has led to abuse even to leaving the game through acts of suicide. I can go and lift up that whistle again and blow it. And whether it's sentimental or not, it is a truth. We need to be among ourselves, surrounded by each other in the flesh. It gives the game greater meaning. We over I. I have blown the whistle to stop this type of thinking to silence myself when I dumpster dive into sentimentality. I should pick it up right now 
and blow it long and hard, but I will not. For you know what? I'm not ashamed of how I feel at this moment. It is a miracle, a miracle to see someone you love, someone who has spoken many times of suicide, who now wants to live, who has a reason, a growing sense of joy to try to play again. My son wants to get back in the game, your game. All right, it'll not be pretty at times. As for all of us, no one plays your game perfectly. Everyone gets lost along the way. And I'm not stupid. I'm not so naive that I don't realize that what is here today can disappear tomorrow. Love is not cement. It can easily crumble and be blown away by the winds of anger and mistrust. But my son's transformation didn't have to happen. It did. And for that, I love you more than ever. Whether you love me or not.
so it's time for me to go to bed. Night God. Rest. <laughs>